You know what we didn't do yesterday, Jody? We didn't wish your cousin Candace a happy birthday on the show. Oh, I, but I did it personally. Oh, okay. Well, see. Are you kidding me? She's one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, I see. You used social media. <laughs> no, I used my phone. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm joking. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, happy late birthday, Candace. Okay, well then for me, I could because I didn't wish her a birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, my yeah. bad. So she it's does belated, listen to the podcast. Belated for me on time for Jody. Um, Which podcast? I think she listens to the whole show podcast and sometimes after the show ah. when time warrants, mm-hmm. when she has time. When the topic is good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <clears throat> I wanted to bring something up that happened at home the other night. Uh-oh. Do you know about Mur- one of Murphy's biggest fears, Sam? If uh, I was, heights. If I'm throwing that out, what do you think is Murphy's biggest fear? Heights. It's not. Yeah. Heights is, is a pretty big one. I mean, <laughs> pretty tall, pretty it's high. Way, it's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> it is way up there. I don't know of any other fear. Being late for an air, airplane flight? No, he'll never be late for a flight. If he has to fly out at noon, he'll be at the airport at 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, no, when you were when we were talking with Phoebe, I don't know how we got on fears, but to hear you express to her your claustrophobia. Yeah. I know about it, of course. Yeah. We've been married for a long time. I know about it, and I've seen it happen. Oh, I didn't know. But it. I didn't know it, how mm. bad uh, well, until you were expl- explaining it. Yeah. Well, so you must have missed part of the explanation where I said it's something I really don't want to talk about. But, you know, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> because it, because it's now that it's in the open. Because I get claustrophobic thinking about it, you know. So. I'm sorry. Your palms sweat. I don't, it, my palms sweat because of heights. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't but want to no, talk about no, it. I ended up showing him a very small room. Oh, yeah. And he was explaining to Phoebe that that's a real fear. And I didn't know well, it was that so, much. Yeah, she she works out in a very small room that's heated. <laughs> and to me, that would be that would, that would be smothering, you know? Oh, yeah. but, but the thing, you know, for me, it's been more about, like, even medical tests where things are, like, right in front of my face. The MRI. Oh, man, I just can't deal with that yeah i'm sorry yeah. Wait, let's change it's, the subject i don't want to okay. make you feel uh, bad don't worry about it now that sam's brought up heights my palms are sweating <laughs> <laughs> we're calling it i love my job week if you love yeah. your job we want to hear about it what do you do what is it like how did you get there okay and i don't mean by car but like how did you get started <laughs> I I understand. Yeah. okay <laughs> and if you don't love your job maybe this week you'll get some ideas or inspiration so 877-310-4msj yeah. what's going on elba i am calling to tell you guys that i love my job yay i am actually i am actually a uh, factory worker mm-hmm. And I work with the best crew that there is. It's just two other guys and I, and I love working with them, and I love the people that I work around, Mm -hmm. and yeah. You sound like it. You sound like it. So what is made at your factory? We make books. (gasps) Oh. Does it smell like print? Yes, and that is what we do. We make all kinds of books. I love it. By by making books, you mean actually books you can read. You're not a bookmaker, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you're not running bets or anything like that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> no, books that we read. Wow. I Actually, love it. Oh, we didn't read them. Yeah. Liking, yeah. liking the people you work with is everything because it it's, is. it's what you do. It's who you spend your time with. Yeah. 
Sweet. And I can be- I can't believe I got through to you guys. Oh. I had a comment to make about Sam and his uh, I believe his genealogy he did about a year ago. Okay. Murphy. That was probably Murphy. Murphy yeah. did it a year oh. ago. Was that Murphy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Well, I was okay. Actually, I did mine on 23andMe, or I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but mm-hmm. I actually found my biological mother like that. Whoa, really? And how did that go? Yeah. Uh, scary. <laughs> yeah. Have you been able to meet each other? Uh, yes, we did. We yeah. did, but she moved to Canada. Mm. So since uh, COVID hit, we have not been able to see each other. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. But you found her really cool. and probably got some, some answers that you wanted. Her. Yeah. I did. Wow. I got a lot of information. Very good. Well, thank you for calling yeah. today and thank you for this. Well, thank you, and I love your show. Oh, you're sweet, Elba. 877-310-4MSJ. Jump in with us, 877-310-4MSJ. And Brianna called yesterday to tell us about Chapino. Yeah, Chapino. Chapino. Which I've never her, eaten. Yeah, thir- her Thanksgiving tradition, her grandmothers used to make this huge pot of seafood, um, and we had never heard of it. Yeah. So, Brenda, you want to um, set us straight? I was going to tell you all the story behind Chapino. Okay. Even though I've never made it, I've had it. Supposedly, okay. it comes from, like, fishermen when they came in off the water for the day. Uh-huh. And yeah. they, they would sell their wares. Mm-hmm. Then they would all get together and make, like, a seafood stew with whatever was left over. And it was called Chipino because it was whatever you could chip in. Oh. Okay. <laughs> cool. So that's where the name comes from. And, cool. and is it really that anyway. much butter that's involved? Um, I don't know about the butter. I've never made it. I've never seen an actual recipe. I have had it mm-hmm. uh, when I was in Boston, and it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it does have a broth to it. It's not just butter and they serve it with thick crusty bread so you can stop mm. them raw. It does sound like a buttery oh broth. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you can't go yeah, wrong with that. A buttery broth. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with that. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't go wrong with sopping up with bread either, what you just said. <laughs> Goodness. <Right. laughs> no. I well thank you for calling and explaining the Chipino. Yeah. Chipino. Yes. That's awesome, Brenda. You know, that shows you how different parts of the country have different soup styles. You know, you've got clam chowder that's, you know, a, a big northeast thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess everything has really kind of become global now. You, Gumbos, you know. But you also need, honestly, to try new things. Oh, if you I go love somewhere that. Yeah. and you see something like that on the menu, we're, we're naturally wired to go for what we know. Yeah. But when I spend time with my foodie friends, like my friend Rachel, who just got back from Rome or is on her way home from Rome, like she will try anything. Yeah. Well, if you don't know this, when the three of us have traveled together, Sam is the one that's always found the the places you know it, it's what the greasy bacon the, well just the, no, <laughs> no the hole in the wall yeah, yeah that the kind of thing that's so specific to an area that makes it really yeah. awesome so yeah thank i haven't you. found any trapino yet no thank you brenda but we try some 877-310-4msj yesterday morning sam i took my grandfather my papa who is a retired preacher minister i took him to church again he's mm-hmm. been feeling better again was he called the uh, reverend or was he called brother or brother mm-hmm. reverend every yes all of those names <laughs> titles yeah. if you will so anyway um mm-hmm. he loves to go 
when he knows I'm going to pick him up. Like, somebody brings him almost every Sunday. It's not just me. Like, last week was my uncle. Yeah. You know, we kind of just take turns bringing Papa to church. But he is super ready. When I pull into the driveway, here he comes with his walker out of the house, like, ready to go. He said he'd gotten up at 6 and took a shower and was waiting for me. Hmm. So he doesn't want to be late. He likes to leave plenty. We get to park in the visitor's spot since I'm a visitor. Oh. He, lo- he remi- actually oh. reminded me of that. Taking, taking advantage of the loopholes, huh? <laughs> yes. He cannot wait to get in the door. It's such a joyous thing because he loves being there. Not out of obligation, you know, not because he, you know, feels like he should. He loves it's being there. It's just what there. he does. Yeah. It feeds mm-hmm. him. It fills him up. But some really sweet things happen. So we sit down plenty early, and he can feel. He has trouble seeing. Yeah. But he can feel the action around him, and he knows that people are coming up. Yeah. And this man came and sat down beside us. And his my grandfather's name is James. And Mr. James sat, another Mr. James sat down next to us. He's mm-hmm. 93. My papa's 92. And they were talking. And this other guy, this other man comes over. And his name is Jack. And he's like, hey, did two James beat two Jacks? And all these, all these older uh-huh. men jokes. He introduces me yeah. to everybody. You yeah. know, sometimes he calls me his bodyguard. Sometimes he calls me his oldest granddaughter and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's very, very sweet. But what happened during the service, Murphy? I haven't even told you yet. Okay, so everybody oh, knows. You stay. Of course, I stay and sit you with him. You don't just drop him off and come back. You can't see. Of course, I sit with him and stay with him. Are you kidding? <laughs> the the pastor, you know, they know, they all know he's a retired minister. He yeah. brings his offering. He's very involved in the church, as involved as he can be at ninety two. Well, they hey, you know, he's back. Brother James is back, and welcome. We're so glad to have you here. And as soon as they called him out, he was so. He loved it, and he got emotional. Oh. You know, he just needed to. It, it meant a lot to him, and I thought it doesn't matter what That's age sweet. you are, you you feel that need to belong mm-hmm. and be appreciated. Yeah. It was beautiful. If you love your job, we want to know about it. What do you love? 877-310-4MSJ. It could serve as a little inspiration if you don't like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Let's get some yeah. ideas rolling. What do you do, Paula? I am a hospice nurse, mm. and mm. I am on my way to work right now, going mm. to a patient. Yes. And I have been a nurse for over 20 years, and I have to honestly say that this is the best job that I have ever had. Oh. I love my job. I get to interact with patients and family so much more than I ever did in a hospital or anywhere else that I ever worked. And what I do is appreciated. And it's just something profound about being with a family and a patient at that point in their life. And I am just grateful that I was able to get the opportunity to have this job because I was really getting burnt out before I got it. Sure. Um, what, what you sorry. do now is like a personal connection. It's not just another brick in the wall, another, you know, another day ticked off, right? This is like you make personal connections with families. Right. And and I even had, um, I went to one of my patients' funerals once, and mm-hmm. one of their family members said, um, what we do isn't a job, it's a ministry. And that really brought me to tears because yeah. it really is. It is so much more than just going to a job every day um so yeah i'm grateful to have my job and i'm grateful i get to listen to you guys on the radio um i agree with what the gentleman said earlier you guys do have a great chemistry 
it is if I'm in a, you know, in a bad mood or in, you know, got a little anxiety going on or whatever. I just listen to you guys and it all just goes away. So I'm grateful for that also. Thank you for that. Paula, you made our day. Yeah. Appreciate you so much. And we're so glad you found something that fills you up that's also good for everybody around you. I mean, you win with that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the call. I love my job. We want to hear about it if you do. Um, (laughs) 877-310-4MSJ. Whenever you do your Thanksgiving meal, before, during, or after, get our family favorites. They're really from our kitchens Mm -hmm. at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up later this hour, we will get to Sam's big weekend with girlfriend Tanya. Is this like the fifth weekend together? Sixth? You're counting it all? No idea, huh? Just had a good one. Okay, so um, right now, though, the four boxes that need to be checked if you think this is going to last in a relationship. This is according to a dating expert, and I think this is really cool. And they say, check three out of four, and you're good. Mm. Okay, meatloaf. So, okay. so basically, we're going to put a little pressure on Sam. No, I'm not making this <laughs> well, about you know Sam. What? I guess I could play along at home here. Yeah, you okay. can. I'm not putting any pressure on him. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And once you hear the four things, you're going to be like, "Yeah, that does make sense. These things do need to be checked off for a person for it to work." All right. Okay. Can Number I play? One. Can I play along too? Just because you and I are married already, Jody. But I want to make sure the boxes. Make sure are we're checked. not we're not going to make a big mistake. Want to make sure the boxes are checked. Number yeah. one, chemistry. Do you feel some sort of connection? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, Good, I got Sam. It. Yeah. You got that going on? Yeah. She definitely feels it for you, I can tell. Well, I know, but how about that for me and you, Jody? Oh duh. <laughs> Totally felt that. We were friends first and chemistry friends, I thought. Okay, number two, core values. That includes family, career, personal values. Are those in line? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Have you had those conversations? Uh, vaguely on the surface. I mean, Good. We haven't talked politics or anything like that. Ugh, but, don't do that. Yeah. But, but yeah, you eventually will have to. Yeah. Yeah. So that checks the box for me and Jody on that one too. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, number three, I'm going to save four for last. <laughs> number three, relationship readiness. Is this person just looking to get, you know, taken out on a date? Or is this per- this person want to be with, you know, is looking for something real? I didn't right. want to be with anybody. I know. So, yeah, I wasn't. You know, looking to go out on a date. But you are ready? Yeah. You seem to be, Sam. Yeah. He can't me when I least expected he it. Right. wait to get out of here Friday because it was Tanya weekend. Yeah. Check, Tanya. And then number four, here's a box that you need to check. Emotional maturity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you on the same level emotionally mature? Uh, she may be a little more mature than me. Yeah. I'm never going to be totally mature. I know. But I'm more emotionally mature than I used to be. You most certainly are. I think you're in the right place for that. And I guess you and I checked that box too, Jody. I think so. Are we emotionally mature? (laughs) Three and a half out of four ain't bad. (laughs) In case you missed it earlier, the four like boxes that should be checked if you are trying to find your person and you're dating. You like, said at least three of the four. They, the, the dating experts say if you've got three out of these four, you got a good person. Okay, you got a good got match. It. Maybe the one if you're someone who believes in the one. So what are the four again? Okay, well, well, one of the number one on the list I want to say to you, Sam, is the reason I don't get involved in trying to set anybody up. And I've never been involved in trying to set you up despite plenty of my single girlfriends asking about Sam. So funny, isn't he? Really? Your buddy Sam is a... Yeah, I've had a couple. 
Sorry. Well, I don't too get late in, now, I, ladies. Sam's taken. Yeah. Sam's dating. I um I don't believe I don't if people look like they're perfect together on paper, that means nothing if they have no spark. That means nothing if they have no chemistry. Right. And there are people yeah, who... And that's just to say, number one is chemistry. Number one is chemistry. Do you feel some sort of spark or connection? Spark spark can go, come and go, but chemistry and connection is what can Remember last. Remember when I went on two dates with somebody like about three, four, five years ago? Yeah, that's what was missing. And I could tell right from the first, it's like... It, yeah. I'm not interested. That's but. the magic of it. That's what you can't put on paper and you can't predict. It is something you can't put your finger on. That's no, why it's number one. And the first Chemistry. time I saw Tanya from across the parking lot, <laughs> and I've told her this. I was yeah. like, the first time I saw you walking towards my car, it was just like, oh, wow. I mean, and I, I didn't know. It. I didn't have chemistry then because. You I didn't English. hadn't spoken to her. Sure, but it's just like that first some sense dinner eating together and meeting. And I it's love just it. Like, it was easy. Wow, it's yeah. exciting. Chemistry is yeah. exciting. Yeah. The others are not as exciting, but you need to know if you're in the dating world. The others that boxes that you should want to check off if you missed it earlier. Core values is number two. Does this person have the same sort of career, life goals, family goals, um, religious beliefs and things like that? Those things do need to be in line because those are that's your life together yeah. if you're going to be together. Um, relationship readiness. Are they just wanting a date? Are they do, do they want a relationship is another one. And then the last one is emotional maturity. Yeah. Are you kind of in sync at least That's the one I'm kind of iffy on. Okay. I'll get there one I'm day. I'm sure she knows that already, too. <laughs> True. Jody's Hollywood Outsider Extra. Lady Gaga taking some criticism, and that's what happens. You know, the higher up you go in the world, the more criticism more you get. More people take shots at you. It's true. And so this movie, her upcoming role in House of Gucci. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet. So seductive. Man, when you see the more the I hear that, the more I Everybody? think she's from Transylvania. Stop. <laughs> she's a Gucci, huh? Blah, blah. Stop. You're, you're ruining it for me. You don't love Gaga. And if you watch the trailer, you think you are there in the yeah. 80s in Italy. But anyway, she's um, opening up to Italian and British Vogue about some of the, you know, I guess, criticism in, that she's been taking for her role specifically from the real Patrizia herself. Oh. But she says she didn't break that accent for nine months straight. She spoke in that accent. It was method she acting. She lived in it, yeah. She lived it. And there's already word of an Oscar nomination. Jody's Hollywood Outsider Extra. Catch us today after the show. We actually do hang out a little bit longer, and we do that on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Okay, so the class clown apparently... Um, is one of the smartest kids in the, in the room. There's a whole new study. Don't have to tell me that. I know, Sam. But you weren't <laughs> the clown, right? You were I was not the, in your shell. Um, I was kind of over. Uh, yeah, I, I was more the clown amongst my friends. Okay. Okay. So you weren't the one cutting up clown. in the back of the classroom? <laughs> there were occasional classes where I was threatened with my... Uh, you yeah. know, carrying my teeth home in a bag Whoa. by certain teachers. Mm-hmm. See, I've always been... What? It's well. It's the same reason I, you know, Sam makes me laugh all the time too. Just at the wrong moments, you know. Oh, so you're the a victim guy, of the clown. Yeah, I think I'm, I've told you about my friend Jay, or, or acquaintance. I haven't seen him in forever. He's the guy that used to sit behind me. Yeah, you know, because of alphabetical. Or whatever. Exactly, and so he would crack a joke or something, or the teacher would say something, and he, under his voice, would say something like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." So you yeah, got in trouble. Whatever. So the sarcasm would make me laugh, and yes, of course, then we both got in trouble. And that is still true today, because Sam gets you in trouble all the time. Yeah, and after that, 
I never sit, I never got to sit alphabetically again. Mm. <laughs> okay, so the new studies, and I happen to agree that it takes a certain amount of intelligence to find the humor in things. Now you're getting okay? it. Okay, and so, but they're saying in the classrooms, it's difficult for the teachers because, but, you know, that class clown's tough. Yeah. But, but they're recognizing that the one who brings the funny is also one of the most intelligent in the room. So there's a correlation. But what's funny is that when you grow up and you're the you're the clown at work, you're not seen as the most intelligent person. Well, Even you know that, but you're that's right. perception. You're right, really? though, because yeah. yeah, I could see that around here. Mm-hmm. That you know, I'm not serious, so obviously I'm not intelligent. It's not Every, true, everything's a joke, so obviously I don't take it seriously. Well, it's about how you use your gift for being funny. It, it, you know, you got to use it at the right moments, mm-hmm. probably. Because you are intelligent. I know. You don't have to tell me. (laughs) Okay, so the class clown is sometimes one of the most intelligent kids in the class because it does take intelligence to find the the humor. Look, that makes sense to me. Um, I guess you don't always know it because he's always in detention. Family favorites and maybe a new idea or two for you are at MurphySamAndJody.com for Thanksgiving. It is, after all, less than a week away. It is. Yeah, can you believe I it? I bought everything to make the cranberry relish. It's just all sitting on the, on the counter. That's <laughs> the one that Mike called about earlier in the week, right? Yeah, Michael. Yeah. You're taking that to your cousins? I, no, I don't know. I can't wait I'm to try it. I'm going to re- make it like this weekend just to try it. And if I really love it, oh, then I might make okay. it at the cousins. Dry you know, run here. I don't, I don't make something for the first yeah. time for a big group of people. Yeah. That's one of my rules. Smart. That is smart. <laughs> okay. Why so many plumbers are, they get all those calls on Thanksgiving. Mm. Why do you think? Can I, I bet the number one reason? <laughs> people pour the wrong things down the sink. Yeah. Is that uh-huh. what it is? It is about the drain. It's mostly about garbage disposals and oh, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Like, you know, it's over with and you're throwing turkey in there and whatever. And it's so like, that has don't. nothing to do with the bathroom. It does not have anything to do with the bathroom, Sam. I Despite know you want what it to Sam be. would think, yeah. I know you want that it, to well, be. Hey, I had to call a plumber on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. Because? But it was because of the water heater. Oh, It okay. decided that night, the night before to go out and oh really you luckily know, they came out charged me an arm and a leg but they fixed it you when know. you need a plumber you you just you need a plumber yeah. yeah i can it would be the worst thing in the world to me for something to be wrong with the bathrooms when you have company <laughs> it would be horrible well it's up there for sure i don't know if it's Hor- the worst thing in the world but it's <laughs> pretty pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. high it's up, up there, there. Yeah. Yeah. you know uh <laughs> the, the whole thing about garbage disposals and jody and i've talked about this a lot because there's just a misconception that you can put anything down them. Yes. And really, technically, like if you're cleaning your refrigerator out, you're not supposed to dump all that stuff in there. You really, you need to dispose of it as trash, and the smaller things can go down the Yeah, disposal. do you know why I, I we know talked how, about that? I was about to say, I know how this conversation came about. Because I was... Jody was throwing X stuff. down there, and... Yeah, yeah I was... My conce- my perception was that you could. Yeah, so... Chili, was, pff, throw it in there, pff, yeah, My, it, mine's always been that too. Whatever I don't, you know, just throw it in there. And then Murphy's like, "What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing?" And I've yeah. heard that for years. I'm like, "Okay, worry wart." Well, it's not a worry wart thing. Remember, I had to fish a bunch of chili out one time. That's yeah, it was at Christmas time. We had company. I was yes. embarrassed. Uh, it was bad, man. It was horrible. So he don't was up to his elbow and chili. Don't put a bunch. <laughs> I fished it too. Don't put a bunch of stuff down your disposal at Thanksgiving, okay, or any time. Yeah.
You know, we love having you along on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can also call anytime and leave us a voicemail if we're not here. Yep. We hear and read and see everything. 877-310-4MSJ. Sam, I don't know if you're having the same div. I know that you're not eye weird like I am, but I've been having difficulty with Murphy for the last couple of days. Now, I love you very much. But every me time, or Murphy? No, Murphy. Oh, right. <laughs> every time you look at me, Murphy's right eye is bloodshot for no apparent um, reason. Absolutely. It's almost more than bloodshot. Yeah, right. this is not what you call bloodshot. I mean, oh? it's, yeah. it's like all red. Yeah. Solid red. Like I mean, I've had those. Blood it, red. And that's happened before. Not very, very often. No. This but, time, Phoebe said uh, that you look like the candy man. <laughs> you know, scary. Scary. Bloodshot is the little red lines and stuff. This is solid that yeah. solid red. Yeah, I know. Oh, and it's like just, he blew out an eyeball somewhere. It's so, it's been this way for a couple of days, like leading up to this. I think I think I first noticed it like Sunday and then yesterday all day. And now this morning, it's Did not any better. Did you too hard or something? No, I don't remember anything being, there's nothing like that. Does it hurt? Because it's really hard to see. So today is the first day I'm actually feeling it a little bit. No, but it's really? not like, it's not hurting. It's just a feel it. You know, it's probably healing. That'd be so cool at Halloween, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's not Halloween and, though. And I haven't Googled it yet, but yeah, it's. <laughs> You know, see, here's the problem. You know, when it's your eye and yeah. you're not looking in the mirror, you forget. Mm-hmm. So you get in conversations with somebody that they haven't seen you and you're like, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I just realized the person I rode up with the elevator this morning, she probably saw that and thought, oh, my God, yeah. what happened to him? You I know? had it happen to me one time when I was, um, let's just say, drinking. <laughs> okay. And it was my own cause that made it do like blow out or I've whatever you call it. I've never had a bloodshot eye. Yeah. And I wore sunglasses as long until people were like, why are you wearing sunglasses all the <laughs> why time? Why are you being so cool? And so right. I took them off and then there were like screams. And how long I, did it last? Do you remember how many days? a few days. Yeah. Uh, so I'm about two days into this one. Uh, maybe I should Google it and see what the deal is. And I actually have already thought now if somebody does call me out on it, a stranger, and they're going to say, ooh, that looks like that hurts, <laughs> I'm going to say, you should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm glad that's very cute. But seriously, I just want you to know I'm not trying to not look at you today when we talk, but I can't look at your left at your right eye. Okay. I'm not gonna look at you as much today. You want me to get a patch? Sam would love for me to wear a patch. (laughs) Oh, you get I'm like a pirate. If I had a patch, I'd give it to you. Join the conversation anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Morning, Casey. Good morning. I was calling for the I Love My Job segment. Yes. Tell us. I drive a doggy daycare shuttle. (laughs) This is awesome. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I get to go and pick up dogs, and I take them to daycare and for boarding and for grooming, and then I get to take them home in the afternoon. It's an absolute dream job. (laughs) No kidding. Do you drive all day or just twice a day like a bus driver? Just twice a day, yeah, mm-hmm. just like a bus driver. So I get to go pick them up. I take them to our facility. Mm-hmm. They get to play all day, mm-hmm. and then I take them home in the afternoon. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! Is there a lot of barking in that vehicle? <laughs> so in the morning times, they are a little wound up because they're excited, and they yeah. can't wait to get there. But in the afternoons, they're so exhausted from right. playing all day. Right. Everybody just goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's true. If you... it's, similar, it's similar to, like, a baby. Like, once a car is moving, like, they're everybody's good. cool if you stop at a red light or if you're getting in and out of the bus everybody kind of yeah. gets excited yeah. but everybody's chill i'm actually in the bus right now y'all don't hear I a thing i love it i love it so this morning. do yeah. you do you use a certain sort of air freshener 
do tell. <laughs> no, but we do every day clean and bleach and sanitize and wipe down. Sure. And- so yeah. it keeps uh, it keeps it down. <laughs> I love that. You're calling it a bus. Is it a real bus or is it like a van? The one that I drive, it is like a shuttle bus, um, oh. similar to like the trolleys. It's actually even, it's wrapped. It has like cute little doggies of course. over mm. it yeah. and stuff like that. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> what do you, what do you listen to? What are the dogs like? <laughs> And Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Yay! Oh, so funny. excited. We listen, we listen every morning. That's okay. awesome. So it's not the Baja man and who let the dogs out, huh? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you guys can play that for us one morning. I'm sure we sing along. We'll see. We'll see. Love this. Love that you shared this. And be careful right, with those have babies. have a great day, and thank you. Thank you for all y'all do. We love listening. Thank you, Casey. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. Always love to hear from you. Here's a fun little story, Sam. Hmm. You know Murphy talks like a pharmacist, right? No. <laughs> you know, right? This is a fun little story about Murphy, apparently. <laughs> this is so last night. I'm reading. I'm in bed, and he's walking around, you know, the bedroom, putting his clothes out and talking to me about all kinds of stuff that he's doing. And then he and he, he drops on me, so-and-so, I, I got to pick up my, what did you call it? Zizol. Yeah. Everybody he's, knows what Zizol is, right? No. No, I don't. No. That sounds like fun, Everything though. that he takes, he doesn't just say, hey, this is, you know, for uh, uh, allergies yeah. or this is for a headache. He has to tell you the name of the drug. I believe that and that's And he talks important. like a pharmacist. And I was like, there's nothing that you tell me that you use the real drug name that I know what it is. Not well, all, one thing. All I was saying, look, anybody that has allergies, you know, knows what Zizol is. Ah, because it's, it's like. It's not true. It's, it's, one of, it. it's one of the ones that makes you, it's not like Claritin or some of the others that can make you a little more sleepy. This is not, I'm not selling talks Zizol like a pharmacist. Here. But, but my thing is, you know, in, in insurance usually is generic. So you have to know both names. I just need to be able to articulate it to oh, people. Okay, so, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking that's the yeah, reason see, I know I'm, it. I'm not that. I hear it I all. don't know. See, I, I mean, have to read the bottle to say this is the name right. for this. Oh, right. I'm think, thinking that. Yeah, I think Zizol is actually levosertrazine. But see? Anyway, whatever you, and when you know. it happens, he, 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 he could <clears throat> spit 10 drug names to you, like r- real. Yeah. And I don't know any of them. But well, you walk around like that. And it dry, it's crazy because I don't know what you're talking about. I have to say, what are you taking it for? And then he goes, you know, go for my headache. Oh, for my neck pain. Oh, okay. Well, when I, uh, every now and then, I was like, yeah, I went to the doctor and I got high blood pressure, so I got to start taking some medicine. And then he'll. And Murphy goes, oh, is it uh, Norvstat or is this or is that? He's like, I don't know what it is. It's a pill. That's what I said last night. I'm like, why do you talk like a pharmacist? I have no idea what you're talking about or what's ailing you. Yeah, well, but I know maybe, it's ailing me. I guess, I guess I should make a list for you because if I run out of a Torvastatin, I need you to know what it is I need you to pick up. You, know? you could have been an actor on a medical show. Now, just imagine him like 20, 30 years from now. Oh. How much fun that's going to be. Oh. I used to take that. Let's just live one day at a time, shall we? I'm out of time. Don't, don't age me yet. If you are lucky enough to love your job, we want to know about it. We are celebrating it this week. I love my job. 877-310-4MSJ. What's yours, Cassandra? 
So I actually teach junior high, okay. which, um, as many people know, is kind of difficult sometimes. Yes. <laughs> but sure. I really love it. Like, I love Gen Z. I love these kids. Mm-hmm. I love um, getting to make a difference in their lives. Yes. And, like, you know, they actually give me a lot of hope for the future um, because, you know, people talk about, oh, you know, these kids on TikTok are being so stupid, whatever. But I see a lot of idealism and, you know, the desire to do good and Mm -hmm. change the world, a lot of kindness and generosity. And um, it reminds me, you know, in these hard times that, you know, the future is bright. You know, that's lovely that you said that and you would know because you spend actual time with them. You know, you're probably one of those teachers that they'll remember forever for whatever reason, mainly the way you make them feel. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like my job as a teacher, like, yes, I want them to learn Mm -hmm. English and Spanish. That's what I teach them. Right. But I really just want to support them and show them that they matter and they're valuable and they can make a difference in this world, you know? you're doing it right. You're doing it so well. God, your intention is everything. (laughs) You know? Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. You don't know it, maybe, but you're probably a favorite teacher. Yeah. I I hope so. You know, obviously... Mm -hmm don't go into this to be liked, but no. it's nice when you can have a good relationship with your students. Right. And like, I've always wanted my classroom to be a place they want to come to, not a place they dread, oh, I have to go to Spanish class today. Right. But like, you know, <laughs> oh, I get to go to Spanish class today. Yeah, you know? I love it. We so. bueno. <laughs> si, muy bien. Yeah. <laughs> you are awesome. Thank you for this. Thank you, guys. I, I love this idea, like, talking about loving your job, because we complain about it plenty, but, you right. know, like, getting to hear right. the good things, I think that is right. helpful, you It's know. special to highlight, because those of us who love our jobs are lucky, and there's hope for those who don't love their jobs. You know, you just need to hear it's other so ideas true. and things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, living yeah. the dream. That's awesome, Cassandra. Thank you. <gasps> Man, some lucky students today, right, to get to go in there. So we want to hear from you if you love your job. What do you do? 877-310-4MSJ. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. There's a new teaser trailer out for a new Disney Pixar movie called Lightyear, and it is a Buzz Lightyear origin story. You recognize that's Bowie. Starman. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's some really cool music. And you got to see this trailer to kind of... Tim Allen? No, it is Chris Evans as the voice of a young... It's an origin story. So here's what you need to know about this movie from Disney Pixar. We knew it was coming. Maybe you forgot. I've mentioned it before. Yes, that they were doing a Buzz Lightyear origin story. He's not a toy yet. This is bait... You know, if we're going to be in, in, in the mind of Toy Story, understand that Buzz Lightyear ended up being a toy in Andy's room, but he was based on a real space ranger. So this is a sci-fi Pixar movie about a young Buzz Lightyear. They say it's its own thing. Huh. It's a standalone movie, which is why it's the voice of Chris Evans and not Tim Allen. Now, do I think Tim Allen will have some sort of cameo in it i really do but you need to see it sam especially since you're a pixar person and you're a space person you know (gasps) it would be interesting to see if it starts off with buzz lightyear and tim allen's voice 
Yeah. Um, Thinking I, back. Actually, they keep saying they don't want it to cross those worlds. This is not about him being okay. a toy. It is about yeah. him being a human. Right. It's an origin story. It is a standalone story just called Lightyear. Huh. And I'm ready I'm for confused. it. I'm confused. I got to see this. Pixar gave us our first trailer. Go check it.